Now, we know that there's competition on the AJ McCall show. We're very competitive people. No. But I wanted to ask you this because I have a feeling your answer is like, well, I expect this to be in the AJ household. I'm curious how it is in your household, AJ McCall at VFX. Is there a board game that is banned in your house? Mm -mm. According to a recent survey, (laughs) one in nine people have seen an actual physical fight break out over a board game. Wow. Now, this survey... That's a lot. Yeah, I, right. That's too much. It's already, it's already way too much. But this this really got my attention because it said the board game that's most likely to start a fight is Monopoly, which yes. I was like, yeah, all right. Fair enough. Now, but get this. Okay. The five most frequently banned games are Monopoly, Uno. I could sort of understand. Sure. There's a lot of good memes about it. Totally. Sorry. Okay. Really? Uh, I mean, this is where the list starts to lose me, but I I get it. Scrabble. Oh, my gosh. And Jenga. I was sure Phase 10 was going to be on there. I thought so, too. We do so much trash talking at my house over that specific game. I was certain, certain that that's what it was going to go. But I just, uh, no. We don't have anything that's banned at our our house, but... uh, we did play Monopoly basically like every New Year's Eve. We would play Monopoly because it's like a freaking long game. Ring in the New Year by reminding everybody, you hate all of them. Why are we playing this game? I mean, it would just be me and Dustin. And basically, I just go in there knowing that I'm going to lose. So, you know, the thing that gets me about that game is like, well, then don't sit down and play. Because the thing that normally gets us, I, 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 we always quit because the game takes forever. So maybe that's the question. I mean, yeah. that's probably what it is. You put the patience in to sit there for that long. Yeah, nerves are going to get a little frayed. It's a long game. Did you, okay, here's one for you. Did you know that one in, uh, excuse me, 22%, 22% of people, so a little bit more than one in five, have banned someone specifically from game night? Oh, my gosh. Have banned someone. That's crazy. Guys, okay, here's, here's, a, here's a concept, okay? Don't be sore losers or winners, okay? Like, literally, don't just... Calm down. It's literally just a game. Just a game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Ooh-ha. Ooh-ha. Can I just say Jenga is the one that gets me the most? Because I, I don't know. I'm very competitive, but I guess whatever reason, the wires aren't crossed in me to take Jenga seriously. I'm sure there's strategy. Oh, yeah, for sure. But normally, we just, just like chalk it boop, up to like, boop, oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. darn yes, it. that. Yeah. I mean, we're, I guess maybe we're just terrible. If we were better at it in my family, then maybe we would take it a little bit more seriously. But I think we get like six moves in and then we're like, oh, and then we're, everyone's just impressed if you do more than they're like, oh my gosh, this is a new family record. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind. Maybe, maybe just maybe the pandemic had a little bit of effect on this because maybe people were, had just their small isolated circles. They played board games. Like I'm tired of seeing these people's faces. I'm tired of seeing your face and I'm tired of playing Monopoly. Yeah. Let that be the advice. Invest in more games. How about that? Then you don't have to play them. That's a great idea. <laughs> also, post uh, pandemic, something that was uh, very noticeable due to the memes and such is a very specific name getting an absolute new purpose. So, unsurprisingly, it is disappearing. I know that we have a few of said name that are part of the AJ McCall family. I would like to point out. I think we've we've gone and now passed the joke where it's become a bit of a cliche calling, you know, annoying people dealing with customer service Karens. Yeah. Like it's had its time, right? Oh man. Yeah. It was like really hot last year for oh, like, it was, it was cooking three months. It was cooking. And then it was like, mm. AJ McCall at VFX. The reason, reason I say that is because, well, it, it's, 
it's had its effect. Apparently, just last year, only 325 babies were named Karen in the what? United States. Make I- <laughs> the 831st most popular name for a girl. <laughs> All I can imagine right now, I feel like Karen's one of those names that it's like only adults, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I've just... Oh, sweet baby. What's what's your baby's name? Oh, it's Karen. Yes. What? Yes. From finance or like what? Cause what? Well, I know I know we have a few we have a few Karen's that are yeah. part of the AJ McCall family. So I was curious. Six eight two five five the number to text. Start your text with the VFX. If you caught any flack about it, yes. because of course part of so it was cooking for a while because it became the de facto insult, right? For specifically people who were huge tools, those that worked in customer service. And there's there's underlying message for on the internet that that people that are named Karen have gone by like start going by nicknames because they've caught flack for it. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong. Anytime you hear something like that, there's always a small amount of people that I'm like, oh yeah, there's definitely stupid people that would do that. But like being named Karen, I don't, I don't, it's not that's not the joke. You have to be a Karen, yes. not are a Karen. Right. So, uh, but this is the like. 325 names is the least most least popular that name has been since 1927. When at its peak, 33,000 new Karens were born in the year of 1965. I feel like that's pretty that's high. Is that based just like solely in the U.S. though? Like are we? Yeah. Okay. America. Okay. That. Okay. I, I don't feel like there's a lot of German Karens out I there. I'm gonna be honest. I just didn't know. I just didn't know if maybe like I don't think it's you got five. <laughs> Five people in Germany. <laughs> Although there's a decline in Karens in the States, in Germany, it's gained attraction. <laughs> For the record, my uh, one of my best friends, probably my bestest of friend, I've known him since kindergarten, his mom's name is Karen, and she is an absolute sweetheart. How? She's an angel of a lady. How dare you say anything mean about her? Do not insult her. She is awesome. Honestly, I feel like all of the Karens that I've actually met that are actually really named Karen, they're nice. I feel like you are correct. Yeah. Yeah. McCall's actually might be right on that. Maybe it's maybe it's one of those things where they overcorrect. So because of the joke, actual Karens go out of their way to be sweethearts. Definitely. And therefore should receive no flack whatsoever just because of their name. Because it's not their fault that this joke ran amok. Because it's again. There's you can be a Karen, not are a Karen. Yes. Right? Very important distinction. Yes. But I, f- I feel for you. Don't don't make fun of Karen's. Unless they're being a Karen. Then maybe maybe be like, hey, back back it down. Back it down just a little bit. <laughs> uh last last week, one of our favorite stories, of course, the teen that yeeted a grizzly bear off her fence to sort of protect her dogs more so. I think it was just a panic move, which I totally get. Yeah. Totally understand. Yeah. But there are other pet heroes that are in the world. Luckily, we found a few of them. This week, we already saw one pet hero. As that teen in California rushed to the bear and said, No! Yeet! Shoved the bear off. It's impressive. AJ and McCall for the Automations Group debated date. McCall says there are more pet heroes out there, and I'm sure there are varying degrees. I just don't think hero's a bold term. Like, the lady that shoved a bear, yes, she's a hero. That was a dangerous situation. Others, I'm kind of curious as to how you explain it just because... I mean, how often are you going to run into a bear, a mountain lion, a bobcat? And I don't mean like with your pets. Obviously, we've had a fair amount of those stories happen the last couple of weeks here. 
435-787-0945 to share your story. McCall, how are your, you your pet's hero? Well, I just celebrated the fifth birthday, anniversary, whatever you want to call it, of rescuing Sis from Texas. Because she was, you know, abandoned on the side of the road down there. She was flea and tick infested at that point in time. And we ended up taking care of her. And now she's home. And if you got to see the post where I celebrated Sis's fifth celebration of sorts, you could tell she's obviously miserable. <laughs> Just kidding. She lives a very hard she life. She lives a very hard life of sunshine and water. <sighs> Erica's on the line. Erica, what is uh, your pet hero story? Well, it just happened like 30 minutes ago because okay. we have a mama deer, a doe, and we must have a fawn in the lot beside us. Uh. And I'm running out in my pajamas, not dressed for the day, running the deer off, and she's going after my dog. Dude, deer are mean. Deer attack dogs? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. They, like, stomp them. Yes. It happens, like, every day in, oh. like, this week. Like, this time of year is not good for my dog who loves to chase the deer because uh, they're having babies and they don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrified of my dogs coming up on like a deer. A deer. Honestly. A doe. I've seen I've I've seen videos that are like traumatizing to me of dogs getting like stomped by deer if you come up on their fawns and stuff. It's scary. Oof. Well, hopefully Erica everything's all right and you didn't have to wander too far out into the neighborhood. Yeah. I didn't go in the front yard. Okay. I kind of stopped on the side yard and prayed nothing about that dog because I just didn't <laughs> run out there like that. That, that would have just made it all the much more worse. I know. It would have been terrible. I, I, I feel like I've said this a fair amount, but it's true. Like Coming from the Midwest, I feel like if you come from, besides the South, the South is different, but like east of the Mississippi and probably some of those grain states like Nebraska or whatever, to a certain extent, you're like, oh... Dear Majestic, they live out in nature and everything's like a Disney movie and all nope. that. And then you come out where you interact with them a lot more and you're like, these these things suck. I mean, it's really, they're they're still really pretty, but yeah. You get to look at them and you're like, wow, pretty. Oh my gosh, they're so pretty. And then, yeah. <laughs> then they do things like attack dogs and I just, stop it. Well, I mean, anything negative towards dogs, you know, McCall already wasn't going to be a fan of. No. That being said, uh, Jamie also on the line. Jamie, w- w- what happened uh, with your with your pet hero story? Uh, I was on a walking trail in Friendswood, and I was walking my little corgi, and a giant husky that comes up to my waist is walking by and starts attacking my dog. And my boyfriend, like, jumped in the middle and pulled off this husky almost the size of him uh, and saved my dog. Dude, that's crazy. I've seen a couple of those videos this week, too. They put me in a really sad mood. I didn't what, like it. What version of TikTok are you on where you're watching dogs fight dogs and deer stomp dogs? Uh, the deer stomp dogs one was a long time ago. I mean, we're talking like seven years ago that I saw this video. It still traumatized me, but yeah, it's not good. I'm glad that there are pet heroes out there. Also, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that deer, deer stomp dogs. Dear dogs, immortal enemies forever and ever. Amen. Yep. Good gosh. Seriously, I just want—I want to reiterate yet again. Besides hitting them with your car, because that like there are plenty of people I think across most of the country that they know someone. So you're like, all right, they run out of our cars. They're a bunch of jerks. But really, I think until you get out west of the Mississippi, you're like, oh, there's like this majestic quality, and then everyone out here is like, nah, dude, they suck. They do. Deers are the worst. They do. Deers. Darn deers. Deer. Deer stink. Yep. Deer. Deer off. We don't need you.
Hey, you know what? You know what they should do? They should head down to Florida. Oh, yes. More than welcome down there. Oh, yes. Maybe it was just too hot for everybody. Maybe everybody's like, you know what? Let's just take a fiver. Take a fiver. We'll call it this weekend. Stay in the air conditioning. We'll get back to the craziness next week. Yeah? Maybe? Maybe? No. Dang it. Florida not with AJ McCall and VFX. Three headlines, please. Okay, so we got headline number one. AJ, I think this may be the craziest we've ever had. Some guy running away from the cops through what is a distraction? That's right. His baby. Luckily, the cops caught the kid. Thank goodness. Kid's good. Dad. Not great. What? What? Not great. So there's story one. Story number two, some guy who just got out of prison last year for robbing a bank in 2017 got arrested on Saturday. I want to guess what he did. Uh, threw a baby? No, he robbed three banks in oh, 48 dang. hours. Oh, making, making the rounds. In 48 hours. I guess he was just like, Mep, send me back. And story number three, dang. a guy with a deer t-shirt was busted for drugs. I feel like if you're wearing these right oh, now, it's favorite. purely out of uh, irony, but whatever. There you go. <laughs> Three crazy stories. <laughs> of course, one of the common sayings you hear from people that become parents is you, you just don't know until you know. Yeah. Like, you don't know what it's like being a parent until you like being a parent. And I'm not here to dispute them one way or the other. AJ and McCall for the Integra Financial Services Florida, not on VFX. But if the bar set as low as don't throw your kid away while being chased by police, I, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I think it can breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief. Right, Mark? Right? Yeah. If that's the bar, okay. I definitely think I can come over that one. Three full stories, please, McCall. Okay, story number one obviously involves a guy running from the cops. What in the world is he running from the cops for? That's a great question. Uh, One allegation, aggravated battery on a pregnant woman, which means his bail has been revoked. I didn't know that. Surprise. Uh, failure. This all started because of failure to maintain the lane. So the pursuit got so wild law enforcement called off the ground chase and tracked him via helicopter. Apparently he drove to an an apartment complex, stopped, tried to run away on foot. That's when he allegedly tossed the baby. Uh, anyway, luckily good news. The cops ended up catching the infant. Uh, this guy's piece of trash story one that's some quick hands oh yeah story number two some guy just got out of prison last year for robbing a bank in 2017 decided i guess he wanted to go back because then he robbed three banks within 48 hours (laughs) i just well clearly mccall see what he what happened was it wasn't that i was wrong i just executed it poorly so now that i've learned my lesson i could do it even faster (laughs) Basically, he was like good with going back because the money, they had found it in a nearby dumpster. Like he had just dropped it. Like somebody was supposed to come pick it up and then go. It's not about the money. No. Sending a message. That's right. So there's story two. And then story number three, some guy got busted for drugs on Thursday while wearing a dare t-shirt that said drugs are bad. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I I guess he was on probation. Stuff last year, they gave him five years. Like that irony's ever lost on people. No, I mean I feel like like, hey, what are the odds? I feel like this is just kind of like ironic. If people aren't wearing them right now, isn't that ironic? Don't you think? (laughs) Like rain. There you go. Three crazy stories. What do you think? 
Oh, gosh. Uh, so the irony's not lost in me, and I'm one who fully enjoys it. But I believe we've had the Dare shirt at least once before, and I don't even think that one was from Florida. Uh, the bait guy I think clearly just wanted to go back. So I think by virtue, just because the, again, headline was the dude threw his baby, threw his baby to escape the police, I think by that virtue, we got to go with number one. Let's go with just one. Okay, we're going to go with one then, McCall. Is it? Hey, catch! Story number one. It is! Congratulations! Sweet! We've got you hooked up. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? I'd like to think my parents wouldn't throw me. <laughs> me too. Not that they would ever I'm sure my get mom in trouble wouldn't. with the law. I'm sure my mom would not throw me. I feel, I, I mean, out of my four siblings, I feel pretty caught. Oh, man, am I the one that would be most likely oh, to be thrown? Oh, no. Yes. Same. I, it's yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. I'm the heaviest, so by that virtue, I would wear him out sooner. <laughs> be like, oh, I got to cut this dead weight. I'm losing time here. Oh, man. That's a realization. I didn't think I was going to come to at work today. Well, <sighs> you, you never know what you're going to learn every day. <laughs> Congratulations to Mark. <laughs> Florida or not on VFX. I can't remember, McCall. You've worked so many fast food places. Do you Thanks. ever work in a pizza place? Yeah. Okay. Did you see this trick of how your pizza could get stolen, basically? Yeah. Oh, I. she was so enthusiastic. All right. She's guilty. What? Guilty until proven innocent. How dare you? Guilty until proven innocent for Nif- like. Forgive me, because you've heard this saying before plenty of times on the AJ McCall show, but I was perusing the internet and then came across something on TikTok, and I was like, wait, whoa, what's happening? What? AJ McCall at VFX. Apparently, it is possible for someone to steal a big chunk of your pizza, and you have no idea. So what you do is, they make the pizza, right? It's a circular. Then you cut out a big triangle out of the center, in a way that allows you to basically fold it so that looks like the half cut, and then you cut it back up. Now, we know that the McCall Taylor has worked at lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of places in the history of her life, and she said, yes, I have worked at a pizza place. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, you're now on trial. Have Is this a thing? I never did it, but yeah. I wasn't, look, the place that I worked that was a pizza place, it was like, you have to work here for like two years before you're trusted with the pizza creation or something. So all I got trusted with was salad. I got, I got salad and, and register duty and dishes. Okay. Freaking dishes. Let me ask you this while we're on the subject then. Uh, my first college girlfriend, her favorite job she ever had, and I think she went back over the summer and worked part-time is working at a pizza place. Shocked me to find out that the pizza places, hers at least, very clicky. Yeah. Like there was a huge hierarchy. Oh yeah. And le- oh yeah. What? Like that? Make what? You just got to be around for a long time. And if you're new, don't sit with us. Serious? That's don't what she said. That's don't just- look at me that way. That's basically what it is. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I did know that this was a thing. I did know that you could. Steal a chunk of pizza out of pizza. However, the uh, ramifications of fire, not worth it. I mean, uh, you're getting one big slice of pizza. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'll just use a discount and get my slice of pizza for, you know, discounted price. Okay. Oh, right. You rats. can see the video for yourself. It's going up on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. Still kind of nuts. So maybe just maybe next time. You know what it is, though? That's the, 
uh, Ashley actually asked me this last time I ordered pizza. She's like, what's the difference between a 12-inch and an 18-inch pizza? I was like, I don't know, six inches. She's like, what does that mean? I was like, I don't I don't know. Why did they describe it that way? I have no idea. Manhole cover size. Size of a stop sign. Those sizes would be something I could keep a better eye on. But maybe, just maybe, bust out the tape measure next time you order a pizza by <laughs> delivery. Wait a this second. This is 11 and a half inches. How no. dare you? You never know. I you know, agree. The video's going up on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. We love, we love getting into relationship advice. Uh, <laughs> scratch that. We love getting into terrible relationship advice. A love study has been done, and the AJ McCall show get to have so much fun with it. AJ and McCall love study on VFX because it's better to have advice and not need it than need advice and not have it. Correct. As we found out with a certain listener last week, you know, what do I do when my engagement ring is ugly? Oh, my advice was to go shopping with the lady beforehand. See, they needed it, but they didn't have it. Yeah. So a lot of interesting statistics have been put out, and one of the things we love doing is talking about relationships. Whether it makes us feel better about ours or, you know, everybody loves just doing it. I feel like that's just... Part of leveling up in a relationship that nobody really talks about out loud. Right. The more serious you get, the more advice you get to hand out. People love it. I just judge it solely based on the fact that the people I know that have gotten married and have kids love to tell me how to make the decisions in my life. It's awesome. <laughs> Crushed it. You know, like 48% of online daters reported that their breakups occurred via email. Okay. That's awful. What is this, 1997? Okay. Please answer me this, miss. I cannot respond to any email ever. <laughs> how do you write that? Like, how do you... <laughs> you just drop an emoji in there. That's it. Like, um... Do to whom it may concern. Nah, that's not personal enough. Uh, yo. Hey. Nah, too much. Three wise. Hey. No. Uh, this one really is kind of like a DAW statistic, I feel like. A lady who posts a picture on a dating site receives double the messages than a lady who doesn't post a picture. What? No, way. no, weird. It's like people want to know that you're not a robot. Oh, strange. I mean, who would trust a faceless profile? Also on the dating website, like not to not to be shallow or anything, but looks are part of a factor here, right? Yeah, that's definitely yeah. part of this I mean, equation. Dating, right? How about and another another example of how much easier it is to be a dude? Over half of men spend more than fifty dollars on a date. Sixty-five percent of women spend that much prepping for it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have to buy this new pair of pants. <laughs> Boom, $75. What do I got in the closet? Um, I'm like, <laughs> the, some of these that I'm reading are very like interesting to me. Um, like this one, 65% of people tilt their head to the right when they kiss. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's weird. Cause what is it? 10, I think 10% of people are left-handed. So what is that rogue 25% doing? Like, did they just be like, you know what? I'm going to be different. Bam. Bam. I mean, you smash faces. Like, right? Noses especially. Oh, noses. Watch out for the teeth, though. Ah, Let's go back to that that nightmare. No. Let's go back to the nightmare of teeth. No. (laughs) No. I don't like this. How about the most popular uh, post-breakup comfort foods? Wine. Shocker. What? Chocolate. Shocker. What? And... Fruits and veggies. Would not have guessed that. Would have thought comfort food through and through. Yeah. Would have thought comfort food through and through. But that's not the case. Hmm. AJ and McCall love study on VFX. Maybe maybe just have a body already prepared for that breakup email. Like maybe just have a generic one laid out. I wonder what happens. Let's Google real fast. 
Uh-oh. How to write a break I up like email. Why are you breaking up with them via email? Like oh, a text wow. would be better. I'm not saying texting breaking up yeah, is a no, great thing, but yeah. a text, text breakup would, would be better. Text would be better. By the way, there's tips for it. <laughs> hey, sorry, I didn't see this. It went to my spam folder. What? There's tips for it? Yeah. <laughs> Google has t- eight. Eight tips for it. <laughs> is number one, don't. Don't guilt trip. You it's not going to matter. They're not going to read their stupid email anyway. The the Whoever the, the one that gets the breakup email goes out and is talking to their friends like, hey, sorry to hear about Joe or whatever. It'd be like, what are you talking about? You guys broke up. What? Did he mass when? email everybody? What are you when? talking about? What did no, we break up? What are you talking about? He said he sent you an email. An email? Who checks their email? And all of a sudden you find out you haven't been in a relationship for like two weeks. Dude. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be the word. Well, that explains why he's not texting me back. <laughs> They're going to break up emails. Uh, maybe, maybe just maybe that's the way we need to reach the Park Narc nominees. Maybe just maybe social media and doing it. Not that we're going to stop because, of course, we're going to publicly shame them. Oh, yeah. That being said, today's a great example of how it doesn't matter if you park correctly. It doesn't matter if you park incorrectly. They're still not going to figure it out. No. <laughs> doesn't matter if you got all the space in the world or even if you have plenty of examples of how to park correctly. Not going to figure it out. Mm-mm. That's the Park Narc's motto. Yep. Right or wrong, we're going to do it wronger. That's AJ it. on VFX. Look at how many number ones are a prime example. It It is jarring to me how many vehicles in this picture are parked correctly. Because very rarely do we get this many. Like some Sometimes we get a wide shot, but usually we get the close-up right of who the offender is. This is the perfect angle to capture just how many vehicles are parked correctly and then this one little maroon one was like, ah, uh, no. I'm going to go just a little bit further. Half in, half out. It's really Quick kind. Escape. Really kind of this one because obviously they were just trying to make room for a motorcycle parking. Just in case. Just in case. That's nominee number one's name. I created a new parking spot for motorcycles. You're welcome because there's plenty of rooms that squeeze in the back there. And then nominee number two, like, all right, well, so, okay, maybe they, they panicked. There was too many vehicles there. They freaked out. Nominee number two, nobody's around them. Nope. I'm going to take up as many spots as I can. Yep. Dibs. Truck taking up two spots. Maybe the back end might be eking over the line there, but ugh, come on. I mean, it just, you have the ultimate examples either way. So you have all the vehicles parked correctly. Like, this is how you do it. And the vehicle's like, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not a sheep. Um, I'm not going to do that. No, I don't want to do that. And then, you know, nominee number two, like, oh, you have all the space in the world. There's no reason you can't ballpark it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not going to do that either. Mm, no. Hard pass. Vote for which one annoys you the most utah's vfx on our instagram on our facebook page because it could win you mcdonald's also if you submit park narc nominees you could also win mcdonald's we give it away uh, two free meals a couple times a week and of course the winning narker also gets a chance to win some prizes at the end of the week for the one that is the most annoying i'm gonna level with you mccall okay i definitely saw a relationship this weekend on the social media and i will not say who it may or may not be related to them. And I thought, man, somebody should have said, I object during that wedding. No! Save them a whole lot of problems. Mostly myself. That being said, though, I, then I started thinking about it. And I was like, it's such a dramatic event, right? And shows and stuff. People barge into the church. I object! But it never happens, right? Like, never. No. Like, even now, I think to myself, like, if I had gotten invited, would I have said it? No. I'm not going <laughs> to run up there and be like, nah, nah, hold, what, t- time out. I don't think so. Time out. I don't think so. There's there's no way. Like, even if you were to, like, I don't know, 
say, message us on Utah's VFX or text us 68255, start your text with VFX. And you, someone you know, a friend of a friend of a friend, which is a fake story, but a friend of a friend of a friend, there's some story about someone saying I object. They're just, they're just not out there. Nobody objects during weddings. You're there. Everyone's there, and you're like, eh, whatever. They do, they do them. AJ McCall at VFX. Okay, first of all, before I say that I stand corrected, so I Googled it. I was just curious, right? Mm-hmm. How many people have said that their wedding's been objected? Because it's so dramatic, and it's got to happen at least once. Like, it right. has to have existed. Of course. But I'm just of the belief, like, no, because you got invited there. Who's getting invited there and is like, <laughs> I can't wait. According to a uh, survey in Men's Life, or Men's Health, excuse me, 14% of married women report someone did try to stop their wedding, though, mid That's one in seven. That's a lot. One in seven. I've been to, okay, I have grown up in Utah my whole life. I have been to a plethora of weddings. I've never seen that. Ditto. And this is coming from me. I was like, this weekend I saw one. I was like, if I had the opportunity, I maybe, maybe should have said something. I would not, but I maybe should have. I stand correct as well because we got a couple messages. Okay. So we got the one message that came uh, in from Brinks. It says, uh, groom had a stalker girlfriend that showed up to the wedding uninvited. She flew halfway across the country for it. The bride's mother confronted her about it, as she should. The tuxes for the groomsmen and the groom didn't arrive until the night before the wedding. They didn't fit, so they all had to be hemmed last minute. Last minute hemming sucks. The florist died the week of the wedding, so they <laughs> they didn't get flowers last. They had to get flowers last minute from somewhere else. Everything fell apart, but they're still together after twenty three years. Well, I mean, if you're gonna make it through all that, I mean, uh, yeah, what's really gonna stop you? Yeah. Let's be honest. They said that their advice from this this couple is it's more important to have a beautiful marriage than a beautiful wedding. True, hundred percent. Yes, but like so, bingo. All the, yeah. Kudos to them. Can we go back to what I think is the most important part of all that that was clearly glossed over? The stalker not only showed up, the stalker flew halfway across the country. And in my mind, that's just like, is that one of those situations where you don't, it doesn't dawn on you until maybe later you're like, I'm the hero in this story. This is the part of the movie where I fly across because I've realized the mistake of my ways and the music, the cheesy music playing it's in like, the background. No, like, yeah. you're not. You're not. Can you please evaluate your life? We got a message that said, I work at a banquet hall, so there's lots of experiences. The best one went something like this, though. Sister of the bride just had a baby. Um, I guess the bride started dancing on tables. They thought it was super trashy, I guess, quote unquote. But the. I just I just don't understand. It said she shocked us, though, by getting no. Mm-mm. Nope. I can't finish the rest of that. <laughs> nope. I can't. Apparently Thanks that, for the message, though. That went downhill in a hurry. Oh, it did. Downhill. Well, okay, oh, so, bad. So is it 68255's number to text? Start your text with PFX. <laughs> you don't have to do a completely different train of thought. My brother named me enforcer for his wedding. I was also the best man. Does, does, that, does that not happen in Utah or other places that you have someone who's like, you're like, hey, some shady stuff could be going right, down. Right. Tackle them. Like, that was what my brother told me. He's like... He's like, assault, police charges, bail, whatever, we'll pay for it. His specific, they were concerned somebody was going to propose at their wedding. That's weird. He says, you see anybody drop on one knee, I don't care if they're tying their shoe, you get over there and knock them down to the ground and just make sure nothing funny's going on. Nobody else do that? 68255, start your text with VFX. You know, one way to combat that, McCall, all of that, would be 
not even just having a small ceremony. Let's say you, uh, I, th- I think there's a word for it. If you were to like take your significant other, maybe a couple witnesses and like run away. Yes. <laughs> what? Who could get behind the idea of doing a wedding ceremony with nobody there to harass you about? Did you invite this person? Did you invite this person? And nobody to say, hey, I actually don't like this. Is there any food somewhere else? Or, or hey, can I give a speech? And like, what? Who, who would want all that? No, you who can't. Would want that? You can't do that. AJ and McCall on VFX. Now, I would probably chalk this current statistic up to the fact that, well, during the pandemic, how much choice did you really have? Right. But more couples are looking to elope ever before. And, you know, you look at it at the end of the day, if it's really about you, maybe you just have it really be about you. Hey, Joe, Jen, who we just met in the hotel lobby, will you be our witnesses real fast? We're about to get married. I mean, McCall, there's no one, no way anybody would like this, dealing with all that family and organizing everything no. and pulling your hair out for months on end. Yeah. Um, I just feel like a lot of people are looking at it and they're just like, you know what? Like, weddings are kind of like commercialized and it's like expensive and like it's more dollars. So let's just run away and not deal with that. Reasonable. Truthfully, reasonable. There's occasionally, I don't know if they're real or not, because I always talk Ashley out of it. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, family. Maybe I won't one of these times. But there's always deals. I think it's Iceland always seems to have one. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, you know, you can come get eloped here. We provide all this stuff. And it's like, really? Do they have like, they have like a whole elopement package. Yep. And Ashley's always like, meh. And I'm like. Oh. It's because they're so pretty. Oh. It's pretty. One of these times, though, I might be like, well, yeah, meh. Just go have like a celebration afterwards if you want to how popular are those what like post, receptions post actual marriage it's just like marriage a, banquets it's like a reception it's just a delayed triple, reception triple the reception spend no money on the ceremony triple the receptions triple the gifts genius yep so then you're not spending as much on a venue and stuff i mean you can spend the money on the venue afterwards but I mean, you know, it's like a it's like a party after because you do the celebration and the the intimate wedding part together yes. with a small group of people and keep it. Yeah, you guessed it, intimate. Small. And then, then you have a big party. That is a party. I kind of like that because yeah. Ashley and I don't have any intention of getting married in Indiana, where I'm from, or Utah, what? where she's from. What I know, right? But then, of course, there's going to be plenty of people from either state that can't go. So maybe we just you know, do that and then we can make All right. Uh, oh, we're going to do, do, do you have to fake it for certain people? Because I, I know someone. I know someone. They got married ahead of time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Shotgun wedding. And then uh, they didn't want to admit to that. So then they had a whole fake ceremony and everything. That's like too they much. They dressed it up. They had someone there that was supposed to be the officiant. They did the whole thing. And I thought, like, well, if that's the case, I don't know. Just actually get married then. If I you're mean, going through all the trouble of doing it. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. What a pain in the butt. Yeah. That being said, parents, it's your turn. We have two different, very, very important things we need to ask about because one involves knowing where your child is right now and one involves money, please. But this might be revolutionary, the money one. The, the knowing where your child one uh, is kind of creepy. The greatest thing that ever happened to me is being able to talk to my friends that are like adult, adult level adults 
while playing video games because we get into these super interesting discussions that I would have never predicted. Like we've talked about housing and investing. And the other night, we ended up talking about the Life 360 app. Yeah. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. And correct me if I'm wrong, I've, I've done a little bit of Googling about it and based on what I gleaned from my friend. So it's an app you can install on whatever mm-hmm. and it lets you track the location. Yes. So can be used for multiple purposes, but obviously I think it's easy to see why a parent would be interested in something like that. For sure. So the reason we were is because a friend of mine whose kid's getting to the age where not so much a cell phone, but you know, kids just get faster and faster into technology. They were thinking about maybe getting something like this to put on some kind of screen that she could take with her once she gets ready to do school and stuff. And I was listening to it and I didn't really say a whole lot because not really my call. And I thought about it and I was like, if I had a kid, would I install the app? And my initial response is, well, yeah, probably. I mean, I can understand it at all. Then I'd be able to track them. I'd have to freak out about it. Be like, all right, they're supposed to be so it's so. But then, of course, me being me, the inner teenager <laughs> in me comes out and goes, okay, this no, is stupid. That's so this is so dumb. Yeah. Um, I have some friends who actually have the Live 360 app, and they have it for like their their whole family now not just their kids like i mean it makes sense yeah parents it's it's come in handy because one of them has had to get a new cell phone a couple of different times and they've been able to track it like one time i know that they had lost it in they they have like land and they lost it in one of the fields that (laughs) they had gone through and they were like dang it george burning it and the how many times did it take like three Jeez. Okay, once. One one time that happened. You're like, no. Nope, yeah, that nope. one happened one time. And then they're like, app. yep, we're, uh, we're going to figure that one out. So app. They said it's been super helpful, I mean, for their whole family because then it's like, oh, yeah, hey, in case, you know, heaven forbid anything dangerous, terrible happen. But then at the same time, it's also nice because then they're like, oh, okay. So See- um, <laughs> we can figure out where your phone's at. Oh, in the middle of the field? Yep, there it is. <laughs> I do, the, the, logically, logically, it totally makes sense. The thing that is, I have a sour taste in my mouth, like, because a parent of mine did this to my oldest sister. And ironically enough, I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine, and we're, I was explaining that a certain uh, parent seems to have a unrealistic, ex, unrealistic memory okay. of how me and my four siblings are. Like, none of us really got in trouble. I'm talking, like, detention, definitely didn't get in trouble with the police. We all graduated high school. Two of us have finished college. The other two of us are in college. All that, like, by by most standards, I think we've lived a pretty successful, pretty straight and narrow path. What, my oldest sister has had a track, has found a tracking device put in her backpack twice. That's crazy. And that, to me, is nuts. And maybe that's the difference, like, the 360 app, if you're upfront about it. But, like... <laughs> Again, the teenager in me is like, look, did I ever need it? And is there any circumstance I felt like my parents needed it when I was a kid? Absolutely not. Was there definitely circumstances where maybe, maybe, just maybe, the truth got stretched just a little bit and maybe I wasn't exactly where I said I was because I was doing something maybe I exactly shouldn't have been doing? (laughs) Was I doing something severely bad that I could get in trouble for? No. Did I want to tell him about it? No. So, I don't know. It's it's hard. This is one of those things where, like, you asked me, like, when the AJ McCall show started, like, when I was 27, so Uh long ago. I'm like, no, this is stupid. (laughs) No, never, 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 never. Now at 32, I'm like, well, buddy, yeah, I could totally understand that. I think I would would be kind of on board with that as well.
That's why it's the poll of the day. Parrots, 360 app, any kind of tracking sounds like a dirty word, but tracking app, a location tracking app for your kiddos. Is it something that you would definitely use or consider using? Thermo Fisher, uh, you can vote on uh, Utah's VFX on Instagram. Along the same lines of being raised, we called very simply, did you get paid for chores growing up? No. In my family, we had, for like a small stretch, some kind of payment system, and then it disappeared. Because you should do it. That's fair. One woman is changing all the rules, though. It's not chores that the kids are getting paid for. It's not grades either. It's actually something that they like doing. I don't know how to feel about it. Once upon a time, we taught, we little AJ Knight was paid for his grades, and then he did really well in school, and his parents were like, nah, he's got this. This is going to be expensive. Pass. And then he was paid for his chores, and then all of a sudden, a lot more things got done around the house. He's like, ah, oh, this is going to be really expensive. Pass. Automation group debated on VFX. So I experienced that briefly, and there's varying degrees back and forth of who did and who didn't. McCall said that she didn't get paid for her chores, but no. one mom is changing the game. Yes. I'm actually fascinated about this. Her, her name is Destiny Ann. She's gone viral because she made a TikTok that says she doesn't pay her daughter for chores. Right. Instead, she's paying her for how much time she puts into her hobbies right. and things that she's passionate about. Now, at first glance, I was like, what? Samesies, bro. I'm sorry. Hard after samesies. you've already paid for gymnastics. And then I was like all mad in my non-mom yes. brain. Same. But here's the thing. I really like the concept of it because she says she wants her kids to feel like their hobbies are their job. She wants them to associate money with stuff they enjoy doing and not stuff that they hate. So when they're older, they won't go after jobs that they hate because they pay well. And that is something that I find very interesting because I think... I'm going to get on a soapbox here. I think we all have this very damaging and dangerous relationship with money that we don't know we want it, but we don't know how to get it. And so we resent it the whole time, but then we still expect to be receiving it. But we don't understand why we have this, this nasty relationship with money. And it's always because we feel like it's not there. We don't, we don't. I don't know. I, it's just a, an interesting concept. I think that if if she has the ability to retrain her children's brains, basically to associate money with good, I think it's very promising. I think it makes complete sense from yeah. that standpoint. That's what started. I was like, same thing with McCall. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like seriously, like they're hobbies. You're supposed to do them because you enjoy them. Why would you do that? And then I was like, well, actually, now that you think about it, there's probably plenty of jobs I took along the way, and I'm sure to a certain extent. At some point, you're gonna have to do like I hate this, but yeah, for you sure, the paycheck. But kind of keep doing that. And I was like, yeah. On top of that, and I thought, what if there was a hobby, maybe just maybe along the way, that was something that I was really good at, could have could have let's say could have been really good at, and I just gave it up because you know kids are fickle. And I don't want to do it anymore. I I played soccer. Our team was okay. Yeah. I was part of it, and then I I played for two years and I quit. I'm not saying I'm gonna be an Olympic star or whatever, but what if? What if that was a policy and all of a sudden I play it more and all of a sudden it was something that I did more of and I played in high school or something and then I played in college or something. Maybe it puts you through college. You just never know. Like these are these are things that I think are are very interesting. And I mean, I am not saying that this is something that's gonna be possible for everybody. I'm not saying that this is something that, you know, is a is a it's a case by case situation where, you know, obviously you can't be like, oh man. This, this is good that she's in this position that she can pay her children for their hobbies. 
because some people it's, it's hard to even be able to give them any sort of hobby. Also worth noting in the age that we live in as well, I don't know that it matters really what your hobby is. There's probably some way to turn it into a revenue yes, stream, whether you, it's YouTube uh, or TikTok. You can literally make money doing anything right now. We I, live in a fascinating time for that. Blown away that I was like, yeah, all right, to reinforce good behavior early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe just me. And then not to mention, what's one of the things I feel, me especially as a kid, Kind of get obstinate, right? You're like, I don't want to do it. Yep. I don't want it. But if there's a chance you get paid, you're probably more open to trying a couple things, and then maybe you find something you absolutely fall in love with that you wouldn't have tried otherwise. Yep. Kind of astounded as well. Glad I asked McCall because I was like, stupid. I, seriously, I felt the same way. I was like, ah, this is dumb. But then I thought about it some more, and I was like, this actually makes a lot of sense. But parents, we are not. No. And parents, you can weigh in. Utah's yep. VFX on our social media. Is it a good idea? And again, let's put the caveat on it that she's, because I, I didn't hear, hear what age her kids are, but they kid kids. She's paying kid kids. It's not like you're a teenager. She's like, all right, I'm still going to fork out. At that point, the, I would think it would be ingrained. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So they're, they're young kids, as kid far kids. as I can tell. Kid kids. Utah's VFX on our social media. On the subject of what to do, what not to do, I have a feeling McCall has a very opinionated response when it comes to going to a social gathering hosted by someone else, whether it comes to the question of, do you bring or do you not? <sighs> mm-hmm. Let's be honest. We all know that McCall's going to have a very strong opinion when it comes to the question to bring or not to bring. AJ and McCall and VFX. We got this message over the weekend. Hey, AJ and McCall. Over the weekend, I got invited to a little gathering. We're just having something small with some friends. And I asked specifically ahead of time, hey, should I bring something? And the host said, no. So I didn't. And then I got home because it was just a guy's thing. Uh My wife said, you didn't bring anything? And I said, no. She said, why? And I said, I asked, and they said no. And she said, you were supposed to bring something. <laughs> uh-huh. And then we argued about it, and I need to know who's right. <laughs> I lofted it up to you. You have it. Okay. So I'm going to hit this one out of the park, and then I'm <laughs> going to retract everything that I say because I'm a major hypocrite. You always bring something. Yes. Even if. They say don't bring anything. That said, I went to a thing this weekend, and all I did was bring my own beer, okay? So it was like a little bring-your-own-beverage type of a situation. That was it. I am so ashamed of you. I know. I'm ashamed of myself, okay? I feel terrible about it because I knew we were going to talk about this, and I was like, I'm going to bring something. And then I brought nothing. Surprisingly, my answer is also yes, you absolutely bring something. I, I was feel awful. Trying to like, think if I was also a hypocrite because there's plenty oh. of times Ashley and I go to family gatherings and I'm normally the one that's like, no, we don't have to bring anything. And argue against it and she says, no, we got to get it. And she does. And then I'm like, yeah, it was a good idea. So I kind of begrudgingly am there, but I'm there still. Right. Yes, you bring something. You always bring something. Something. Frankly, here's, I didn't here's bring what anything. you do. Yeah, you're terrible. So no, we've, we, you're. Jess, shunned. I'm sorry. You're terrible. Here's what you do. If you're really against it, let me put it in a framework that you might enjoy a little bit. You just go get something that you actually want, and then you take it home. Like, we don't normally buy cookies because, fun fact, if I buy cookies and they're in the house, I'm going to eat them. Yeah, And I don't need to do that. So if we buy them, like, if we're going together, we're like, oh, we'll we'll get the cookies. Right. Then they don't all get eaten because hopefully there's enough. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to bring those home. Now I got cookies at the house. So here's the question, because now I'm curious 
like now I just need to know if I need to bring back like stuff. If I need to go stop and get like some cookies on my way home so that I can go be like, hey, sorry, I didn't here. bring anything. It's too late. Time my bad. Passed. It was for a birthday. Okay. Wow. It was like an There's adult more, birthday I, barbecue oh, no, yeah, type thing. You should have brought something. So then. we were all kind of just like hanging out. It was a small gathering, but I'm I'm trying to cheese ball fruit tray. You should have grabbed something. Bag a couple bags of chips. Anything. They had chips. They had everything. So I just I and I'm like take retracing my I'm them. retracing my steps because like these are like our couple friends. Right? Right. <laughs> the only ones. And so they not were anymore. over. Well, they were over at our house a couple of weeks ago. And we hosted. And I told them not to bring anything. And? They didn't. So it's kind of like. Oh, so what you're saying is no! subconsciously you did no! it on purpose. No, I didn't do it on purpose. Now I'm like throwing my hands in the air and freaking out. You bring something. I feel terrible. The time has passed. You can't retroactively bring something again. I'm going to send her a text and ask her if I can bring her something because I feel awful that now I didn't you're gonna bring make them it anything. weird because of course they're going to say, no, but you don't was, need to. It's for her husband. Like, I'm friend. I'm, it's not like I'm not friends with him, but I'm more friends not with anymore. her. No, not anymore. Oh, dang it. You have damaged the relationship. <laughs> also. What the heck do I bring him? I got to send her a text. Shasta, what do I bring you? Because I feel terrible for not bringing anything on Friday. All right, prime example there, listener and McCall, you bring something. And contrary to what McCall says or anybody else, you can take it home, and it is strictly my policy, unless it's something I don't want, like cantaloupe or melon from a fruit tray. Like, now you keep that crap. I don't want it. (laughs) Sorry for the extra errand of throwing it away, but no, I don't want that. (laughs) McCall, if I was to tell you you could leave notes on Netflix, your response would be? What? It's a thing, apparently. Oh. You know how we agree that uh, basically there's like six Netflix accounts in the world? Right. And then everybody shares them, right? Shh, nobody tell Netflix. Don't Even though they say they're going to crack down, I don't think they're ever going, but shh. Anyway. Oh, yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. Well, more reason to get rid of the people who share it with you that you don't like because apparently you can leave notes there. Though I got to tell you, I don't think it's worth the effort. Picture this. Okay. Guy. Let's, let's just assume for the sake of this story, total creepazoid. Totally. Gets broken up with, gets Ugh. blocked on every possible social media. Insta, MySpace, Facebook, TikTok, yep. all of them. The classics, MySpace. right? All of them. Yep. Yeah. Got it. Zanga, all, all everything. AIM, instant, you know, instant message, everything. So the, she thinks, finally, I've gotten rid of this guy. As long as I could physically avoid seeing him, he's out of my life forever. One problem. Uh-oh. Dude still had access to the Netflix account. Ew. And he left her notes by... Using the profile pictures at the front, right? You log into whose profile, and he would change the names to create a sentence. Oh, fun! So he's crazy. Yeah, Got right, it. a little bit. Got it. He's a little bit. Might be worth checking out. Yeah, it might be worth checking out what his recently watched was. The Ted Bundy you, tapes. Ted Bundy tapes. <laughs> you again? What's that one that was uh, done in I- the Idaho one? Taken or what is it? The parents, the awful parents that I shouted about on that podcast for like an hour and oh, a half. Shoot, I can't remember. We talked, I actually, this came up with Taken my friends recently. Taken in or something like that. That one. Yeah. They were, like, not even trying to be parents. Come on, Pocatello. That one. All that stuff and recently watched. So all the more reason to get rid of them. And ironically enough, I believe uh, I'm Ashley's Netflix is the one we use, and there are three profiles. Really? Yes. We have, like, two profiles on ours, but it's, like, McCall and it goes... Kids, because kids is always one. It won't go away. away. Okay. I'm like, here you go, T-Soul. Enjoy. Like, 
But we've thought about creating a separate profile because like... Now you can create more notes. What am I going to... I don't know. Leave more leave middle dust. finger emojis everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like, why, what why am not? I gonna do with why this? Why not? Why not? I just don't. I just don't you know. Could, you could generate them like playlists, right? This recently suggested would be bad. Like, if you're feeling sad, you needed to cry. You needed oh, to pick. Maybe you do stuff yeah. like that. Oh. On this note, it's worth noting while we're on the subject of Netflix, <laughs> uh, McCall is mad at them. Yeah, freaking Netflix! You're ruining my life. Okay, look, I don't get attached to TV shows very often. Uh, not often is it that I think, "Wow, this is great." I they're every once in a while, right? Dead to Me was really good. Good Girls is pretty good. I'm kind of at a point with Good Girls where I'm like, meh. Lucifer was really good. They just got a brand new season out, which is great. And it's like slightly distracting me because they just canceled Jupiter's Legacy. She's so mad. I love Josh Duhamel, okay? Love him. He I'm- did a great job in that show. And I am furious. Netflix, I hate you. I would like to add that Netflix and I are on okay terms because they released a new Bo Burnham special. Oh, no. I don't even bring that up. love it. I've though, literally gotten halfway through it and I need to finish it. Though I should tell everybody, um, trigger warning is probably yes. too extreme of a phrase. But if you had a rough pandemic, it, it hits a lot it's going to hit home. Yeah, it, it hits a lot of points. Mm, but it is so. I have Love it so I have only gotten like halfway through it. I've watched it twice. But I feel like I need to go back through and watch it again and because Don't say it. Do not a, say you fell asleep. I did. I We're fell asleep. We're not friends then. I took a nap. We're not friends. I took a nap. We're not friends. I was tired. We're not friends. I got up at five o'clock all days this weekend. This is what happened. See, McCall, like I gave her a moment and then I'm like, oh, there's something I like. And then somehow McCall still hasn't managed to see it, even though she watched Sorry. it. Sorry. We're going to steal your stuff. And there's, well, I guess there's something you do about it. You could just not be friends with Agent I McCall Taylor, but then you wouldn't have a chance to get to post on the VFX Facebook page. So why would you want to do that? Because, you know, then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm on the VFX Facebook. Oh my gosh, here I am. Agent I McCall Taylor, what did you pick, McCall? Well, I actually landed on a really cool picture. Um, It's a picture of the sunset from this weekend. So... That's I didn't look it. at it. it I'll captured. assume it's beautiful. Captured by Wayne Wurzbach. I land my friend Patrick says, why do people ask me, how was work? As if you're going to turn around and be like, it was great. Thanks for asking. Mate, I barely made it through the day without knocking someone out. Yeah, you can win. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, finding at us across all social media. Utah's VFX vote for Park Narcs on our Facebook and Instagram. Uh, tell us, parents, whether you would pay for your hobbies after that whole uh, thing has gone viral. It's really interesting. And, of course, the Live 360 app for the poll today, all of that stuff. You know, a new way to parent, quote-unquote. Quote-unquote. Um, also, sad news, today is Monday, which means we have four more work days and not three like last week. Ugh. Just a quick refresher, though a depressing one, to say the least. Yeah. <sighs> AJ Shift 7 McCall, that's AJ uh, Ampersand McCall on Twitch and to find the podcast wherever podcasts are because today's Monday, which means we do the after show. And then, of course, while you're at it, AJ and McCall, A-N-D, on Instagram and Facebook because we got lots of stuff coming out there all the time. If you haven't seen the photos of us as a quote-unquote married couple, wow, have your mind blown because it's it turned out really good, but it's terrifying all at the same time. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Wear sunscreen and don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX.